All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness with the Jersey Boy. Dr. Anthony Mattis here, Access Consciousness Facilitator. Uh, in this episode, we have a very good friend of mine, special guest, Max Zulik, Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator as well. And today, I invited him on the show because I, I heard him talk about shyness. Is, is shyness a real thing or is it a myth? Is it, is it really legit? And so, Max, can you, you know, shyness has paralyzed people in every area in life, whether it's business, um, school, in relationships, um, in, in, in like public atmospheres, at parties, in whatever. People have literally been paralyzed by, by this. And I know I have at times as well. And so can you talk a little bit about what you know about shyness and what you've come to realize over the years and how you use the tools of access consciousness to actually change it. <laughs> totally, totally. And thanks for having me on, Anthony. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so shyness. What I recently discovered, basically, <laughs> using the tools of access consciousness and right voice for you, um, and actually to a part talk to the entities as well, it's been really interesting. There's some elements there as well, which we'll touch on. Um, is that shyness is actually a myth. It's not a real thing. It's a, it's a very gross label that we give people with a very generalized form of not wanting to be social, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a huge label. And as soon as like, people are given that label, it like, sticks them into this is what you are. Like You don't have a choice outside of this. This is just your personality. This is your thing. This is what happens to you when you're around other people or in certain situations or certain groups or when you're public speaking, right? And oftentimes it happens to us as kids. Like It happened to me as well where people would say, oh, he's shy or he's this or that. And it stuck me for a very long time until I was about, I guess, 32, <laughs> 33, yeah. 34 maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 36 now, <laughs> not long ago. So this whole time I always thought I was shy and I was like bad in social situations and all that sort of stuff. But it was only through access and what Gary Douglas spoke about a lot was about how super aware we actually are. Mm. And a lot of us as kids are just super aware. And as soon as someone has a projection or an expectation or a judgment, we become acutely aware of it. Mm. and we either don't know how to deal with it or um, we think it's ours personally. Yeah. Like that we're being judgmental, that we're having a point of view about something. We're sort of like freezing that. And, and then we don't, you, we can't really be ourselves, right? Because we, we weren't ever given the education that it wasn't ours in the first place. Right. <laughs> if we were given that education when we are younger, hey, it's actually not yours, then we could deal with it in a completely different way, right? Yeah. But um, basically people are like, uh, you're, you're shy. Don't be shy. Look this in the eye. Like to this person, ship with this person. Um, you know, we're forced into interacting and like being with people that, and some people, I just, when I look back at my childhood too, were like, they had some really weird shit going on in their space, right? They were either like really violent people yeah. <laughs> or um, uh, very angry people. And when everybody else was fine with those people and like, Oh no, they're a friend. And I was like, there's something fucking weird here. <clears throat> um, but I had to be social. I had to engage with them. Um, 
it, I sort of, I shut myself down basically, right. you know, like I wasn't, I wasn't going to be me. I wasn't going to be aware. I was going to put all that away and go, okay, smiley face on top. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you found like, and your awareness almost put you into like a defense mode. Well, it was the lack of tools that put me in a defense mode. I would say the awareness would have been fine. You know, if I had the tools to deal with it, if I had the support from, um, adults at the time to, to deal with it. It's, I mean, I'm pretty lucky. I consider myself pretty lucky. 33 years is not bad. Some people do whole lifetimes, yeah. <laughs> you know, with like having no fucking clue about what's actually going on in that sort of way. And just thinking that they're a certain way and that they're not functional or not capable. Right. Um, so like so, if you had to do like a, if you had to do like a, like a, if you had to get up and speak in front of a couple of hundred people and you stood right. up there and you had a message to give, but you start to become acutely aware of people adoring you, people rejecting you, uh, people even maybe even hating you. And like, so in that moment, what, what can you do? Like what tool can you use so that you don't actually stop being you? Cool. So the, the, the very tools that I use is basically pushing my barriers down. Mm. You know, like we create these energetic barriers where we think it's a protection mechanism. So with this, yeah. all this awareness that we have, like if someone's violent or angry or even um, positively judging, because the thing is what we don't learn as well is that positive judgment affects us as much as negative judgment. But we think just negative judgment is judgment, you know, like someone hating or being negatively judgmental but it's also when someone thinks you're perfect or someone thinks you're yeah um, amazing like that can lock you just as much as the negative judgment so when we're aware of all that sort of stuff like we tend to erect uh energetic barriers because somehow we learned too that that's a good idea you know like yeah um and keeps out awareness yeah. <laughs> but what it does is like it keeps out all the awareness of like what we can be what we can what we create it keeps all that out as well or it keeps that in rather. So when, when I push down those energetic barriers and sometimes like, I know I have to really force myself to do that, like really push them down. Okay. And be vulnerable um, and expand out at the same time because that, that influx of awareness that's there that we're not usually used to because we're like saying no to awareness all the time. Um, when we have that big influx awareness, it's if we stay in a small energetic space it can be quote unquote overwhelming, you know, it can be pretty yeah. intense. Sure. But if we allow ourselves to expand out, like energetically, just like, just ask, expand out, expand out, expand out, expand out, and down into the earth as well. What I've noticed is like, everything just becomes so much easier. The amount of awareness um, is less intense. It's still available, but it becomes so much easier. They're two of my go-to tools really for that sort of a situation, as well as pulling energy from a crowd. If there's like hundreds of people, like you said, pulling energy from the crowd and being, and, and being engaged with them, not withdrawing, not avoiding the awareness, not um, uh, contracting, but allowing myself to receive from all those people and all of those judgments that are there um, and all of the contribution that's there as well. Sweet. So, yeah. so basically what you're saying is shyness is nothing more than an amazing aptitude for awareness. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's really well put. Yeah. It is, it's a very natural awareness that we have. And 
um, once we recognize that, then we can start dealing with it in different ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what I mentioned about the entity thing before too, and it's funny, um, I'm really realizing that for myself the last couple of days, again, I was just in Venice and then I was in India and now I've come back to Australia. Yeah. And I had a really being overseas and I was like, what is that? And, and I was listening to Shannon O'Hara, who's my wife, yeah. her telecall, like a beginning talk to entities telecall. And I'm a talk to entities facilitator and I have been for several years as a, as a you, Anthony. Yeah. And she said once again, like there's a beginning telecall, call number four. And I've done a lot of these beginning classes with her. And each time I like learn so much more again. And this time it was really about, okay, if you're, she said, if you know these tools and you're not using them, the awareness will become even more intense. And yeah. then what I realized once I was overseas, because India is entity rich, you were just there yourself. Yeah. It is so ent- entity dense and intense. Um, and for me, for me, particularly India, particularly India can be a very, like it's, a, it's an energetic frequency where I'm like easily affected by, especially with the entities. So, what I realized during that call was, okay, these tools to a whole other level that I haven't used before. For example, like the clearing, because just the entity awareness can make me feel paranoid, can me feel shy, can me feel, can make me feel mm. uh, just super weird sometimes, you know? And, yeah. and then if I use the entity clearing tools, which then I did the last few days, like everything just shifted. Like everything was just so much easier that I had stuff going on with my body where I was like, Oh, I can't like change this. I can't, there's an, I'm a fucking trained naturopath, right? I, I studied naturopathy for five years. Oh, okay. So like I know all, I know all sorts of stuff about bodies and nutrition yeah. and food and, uh, you know, been, and I enjoy that stuff. It's great. And nothing that I could do in that area could shift what was going on with my body and what I was aware of. Cause it was only, when I addressed what it actually was, which was an entity awareness. Right. Um, and I started using the, the basic clearing tools, like everything, like my mood just improved dramatically for two weeks. I was like, but, <laughs> and you know, I was just sort of yeah. like, I thought it was jet lag and I thought it was like this and that. And then literally I listened to that call, started using the tools and immediately within like the ha- next half an hour, I had to be super present with it. Um, it just shifted and things were just so much easier, you know? Yeah. That, that's awesome. So, yeah. Facilitating. It's, it's really incredible. Yeah. Facilitating ourselves sometimes <laughs> when we find ourselves in the middle of something, especially when it comes to physical symptoms or emotional symptoms, it's, you know, we tend to try to look at like the cause and effect of things and where in all actuality, when we can just look at things as just energetic and start asking questions as we learn as one of the tools in access consciousness, ask a question. And, and that's, what's beautiful about the talk to the entity tools as well, because it helps you to start to become aware of the different energies that are around you that used to be people. <laughs> and for those people who might be new listeners yeah. and stuff like that, I mean, the, the talk to the entity tools that were created by your wife, Shannon O'Hara, I mean, they're so incredibly brilliant. And it, it, it may sound like hocus pocus, but it's not at all. It's actually like 
<laughs> when you start to work with it, it's like very pragmatic <laughs> and it, and it takes sort of like, it is very pragmatic. Yeah. It takes the very, it takes sort of the, the mythical out of the mythical and it makes it more tangible. And when you work with the tools, it's like, oh my God, the, these, these symptoms that we're experiencing, whether they're physical or emotional, they begin to shift and change. And that's the whole point of all this work that we do is to actually change things that aren't working for us in our lives, whether it be health issues, financial issues, relationship issues, and all that. And having that awareness about the spirit realm in a way that's very pragmatic but powerful at the same time, it really truly is life-changing. And from my point of view, it could actually save lives save oh lives. and it has and it has yeah. it has many time um like shannon often tells too that if she didn't have her stepfather gary douglas and his support with working with the entities or beginning like to work with the entities like she'd be either in a mental asylum or she would have killed herself by now yeah and i know for myself too that i'd be in a very similar situation if I hadn't found access consciousness and everything that it could actually shift and change in my life. And, you know, I still fall back into my previous thinking where I'm like, Oh, it must be food related. Or it must be like travel, or, you know, just being on the plane and that sort of stuff. That's why I feel really crappy now or blah, blah, blah. And like I said, I sort of did that for two weeks. I'm a bit cute. Sometimes not bright. <laughs> <laughs> takes me a while. Um, and, and then I actually got like when I used those tools, then and everything shifted and I was like, okay, cool. Because yeah. for me, it's not like entities, for example, and I know we started off talking with shyness, but I think this is a really valid point because so many people do have psychological symptoms and even labeled illnesses like schizophrenia and bipolar and so forth that are super entity related, right? They're just like very acutely aware of entities. And if, if specifically those people don't use the tools, um, it can turn into something a lot more full on. Um, oh, I lost my track now. <laughs> so shyness and entity awareness symptoms and stuff and the tools of talk to the entities you were talking about. Yeah. Um, well, I just went on a diff completely different track there. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it blows my mind basically how like when I use the tools, like, oh, that's what I was going to say. I don't actually see entities with my eyes, you know, like we talk right. a lot about seeing entities or people like, you know, from religion and from movies, like two of the very fundamental sources where people learn the misinformation about ghosts and spirits and the unseen world. Mm -hmm. um, it's like I don't, see, I don't see entities so much, very vaguely sometimes out the corner of my eye, you know? Yeah. But it's like, it's not like I see a sea of entities and then I'll clear them and it's different. It's like for me, it's some very specific psychological symptoms. For example, like feeling paranoid, feeling like a piece of shit, like, like everyone's looking at me, like everyone's judging me. Yeah. Um, that is for me, or feeling anxious, for example, that for me is a very specific entity sign and I... Every time this happens and like it just shifts and then suddenly I'm happy again and everything's like completely different. Like I recognize again, wow, okay. It's undeniable that it was an entity awareness because all this other shit that I tried didn't actually work. Yeah. But then as soon as I use that, it's like the shift in energy is there and the, the sense in my body and in my psychology is completely different. 
um, that for me who, you know, I'm a pretty sort of logical person at times as well. Yeah. And I like, you know, the cause and effect thing, like I tend to look at like, I mean, something must be causing this. So what is this that I'm yeah. experiencing? Um, and it's, I'm finding that it is more these different things that I wouldn't have, have considered beforehand or that no one teaches in naturopathy school that no one teaches in um, when you're growing up. You know, you mentioned something about, uh, I don't know if you, what word you used, like logical or um, you said something. And can you talk a little bit about, because access consciousness, you've obviously done a lot of modalities that are out of the box, right? You know, naturopathy is not allopathic yeah. medicine. It's naturopathic mm-hmm. medicine. That's out of the box in and of itself. So, and, 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 mm-hmm. and like me with chiropractic and, uh, you know, holistic chiropractor looking at the body, the mind and the soul and all that stuff, breath work, yoga, mm. you name it. I've tried so many different modalities and, uh, you know, over the last 20 years and I have not found any tools to work as powerful as the tools of access consciousness. And now, now that I've been doing the talk to the entities, which I have avoided for six years, I've been in access, but I've finally started (laughs) to do it. And it's opened up a whole new world for me of awareness and, and provided me with tools to change things on a dime. And I'm super grateful for that. But can you talk about how your regular everyday person the person who thinks sort of like in a cause and effect way, the mathematicians of yeah. the world, the school teachers of the world, the postman, the fireman, like what would make them desire to even inquire about access consciousness? Because it's so far out there. It's even out there for me and you who, and we've done out of the box things and it's even out there for us, but now it's become second, not second nature, but it's become like an mm. everyday part of our lives. And we get, we, we understand the impact how can like what would you say to your regular everyday joe schmo who's not really a thinker out of the box and what these tools can actually do for them if they decided to actually look at it totally because like like you i spent 10 years before i found access doing all sorts of different stuff you know um so I, t- I totally agree with you. It's, it's like the most different and the most effective modality that I've come across or like set of tools basically. So what I say to people usually is if it makes your life easier, then, you know, why wouldn't you basically? And the, the interesting thing is most people don't really desire an easier life. They desire something that's known, something that's quantifiable, something, yeah. you know, that's not different. And the interesting thing that I've discovered is that <clears throat> It's not necessarily that people want to be comfortable in what they know. It's, it's that they like to have the familiarity. Yeah. And it's really, I would say if someone's seeking or if someone really desires some change in their lives, then check it out, you know? Yeah. Cool. But like no one, no one can make you, no one can do that. This is a choice that I have to make. Yeah, basically. But if someone desires something different, they're like, wow, there must be something else available in this world. You know, like I've, I've done this other stuff or, you know, I've tried to do them the best for my family and for being a good person in the world and all this sort of stuff. But right. look, this is not enough. There's, I know something else has to be available. Then, I mean, give these, give these tools a shot and see what changes for you, what happens for you. And, you know, see if you get happier in, 
in your life and in who you be. Cool. And let's just, uh, if we could just come back full circle and just kind of close up on the whole shyness thing, because, uh, you know, I know that there have been times in my life where I was literally stricken with like one-on-one I'm fantastic. But if I had a, if I had to just introduce myself in front of an audience, I would be sweating in every, out of every pore of my body, I'd be shaking. And you know, the Anthony that, that I know disappears in front of a large group of people. But I knew like, man, if, if I'm going to create the things I want to create in this world, I have to be able to speak in front of a large group of people. And some of the things that you shared, and, I, and I've been working diligently for the last 20 years to, to get to that point where I, I'm totally mm. me in front of a large group. But you shared some things that were, you know, you don't have to go into details, but that were actually pretty traumatic for you because of the whole shyness thing. But to come to realize because of the awareness that, oh my God, I was just tapping, tapped into everybody else's universe and none of that shit was mine. But at the same time, you did experience physiological symptoms in your own way that was like, oh, fuck. And, and we could easily go into judgment of ourselves when that yeah. happens and make ourselves wrong. So for those people out there that are paralyzed by this sort of thing, like what sort of parting words could you leave them to basically be like, hey, you know what? There's something else that is possible because this is where I was, where I am now. Yeah. Um, I would give like two very simple tools again. And the first one is like when I notice, and th- this is exactly what I do and what I use <laughs> these days, like when I'm aware of these things again now, cause it's not like it's all suddenly gone. Like I'm still aware of stuff. It's just like how I deal with it has really shifted. Yeah. So when I, whenever I judge myself, I basically just go stop, <laughs> you mm. know, okay. And this is not the route that I want to go. This is not a productive route. It has never helped anything. So like, and I know that the judgment, I know that I'm actually not wrong anymore. Like it's something that I know. So when my head goes in that direction, I'll just go stop. And basically am I like, okay, every, that's an interesting point of view. Basically I see that as an interesting point of view. Mm. The fact that either if I was in a, in front of a group of people and I was sweating or I was like making myself wrong in my head or I was um, getting anxious or anything like that, I'd just be like, okay, it's an interesting point of view that I have that point of view. Mm. Um, and that is to use it to a degree where I can use some of the other tools and, you know, just be way more of me. And the more I do that, the easier it becomes. Right. So that's basically we're about like, okay, not judging myself, no matter what, I'm not going there. And then all the other awareness is as an interesting point of view, then I can access a lot more of what do I desire to create here? You know, asking some different questions about like, okay, there's a group of people here. I chose this. What do I actually desire to create with these people? How can I let these people into my universe, into my world? How can I let them get closer to, I can invite them to something different. You know, that's where I tend to function from more so these days. And the tools continue to help me all the time with creating more of that. Awesome. Beautiful. Well said, my friend. All right. Well, I'd like to thank you so much for being on this, the show and, uh, you know, just sharing your insight, your, your awareness and, and your growth over the years and your vulnerability. So I'm, I'm grateful for you and uh, I'm glad to be able to call you a friend. So thanks for being on, buddy. Thank you, Anthony. Really right. appreciate it. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. All Take right, care. everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.